What up, no foes? Yo. I've always wanted oh, to have like a really cool intro, and I don't feel like me shouting "What up, no foes?" is necessarily cool. Might have to work on that. If you'd like to send your suggestions in for how we should start the show, feel free to do so at our uh, our email address. Bloody lootly. No phone chat at hotmail.com. Uh, hi all. How's everyone doing? How are you doing, Lance? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, just a quick one. Is that right? Live one minute twenty-five. That I seems... don't know what you can see. It just says live in the top corner, one minute thirty. But it seems like we've only literally just started. So oh, I've got very... live one minute eight, nine, ten, ten, oh. eleven. Oh, right, I'm thirty. Welcome to the November Foxtrot Podcast. This week we're doing numbers. <laughs> this week we are counting. <laughs> evening all, evening all. Harry, Les, Andrew. Andrew. All good, all good, all good. Back from Sorry. the uh, from the chaos of last week. Thank you. I was going to say, uh, did you want to do that. a little bit of a debrief on how last week went? <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, I do apologise. About fifteen twenty minutes before we was due to go on, was um, uh, my boy decided to get a uh, to receive a football directly to the stomach at a serious rate of knots, which then knocked the wind out of him. He's got up, tried to run towards my wife, uh, and whilst he was running, decides to pass out, and literally goes limp like a fish. And the first thing to contact the road was his head. And then he comes around from that, has a sort of like a, a faint stroke seizure type thing. And then so off to hospital, hours later, CT scans, um, ECG, blood tests, absolutely clear, fine. So yeah, home now. Radio control car because he was such a brave boy. So yeah, he's all good. So thanks for messages of support, chaps. It was much appreciated. So, But yeah, all good, all is well. <laughs> a week That's today good. as well, it's gone super quick. It's madness. Hi, Mark. Evening, Mr. Kettles. Grad, Graddy's okay. <laughs> Graddy's okay. I'm grad too, mate. Super grad. <laughs> should, we, uh, should we go into Pew's News? Or, you know, I, oh, yes, I thought I'd you... try something new. We call it Pew's News. Have you got some news for Pew's? The, uh, not to be confused with the uh, Christianity podcasts that are out there. So, uh, ah, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, go so, ahead, Mike. Pew's News. Well, I've got some purchases, so I've bought, and this this is this is not really airsoft related, but I bought a launch key key fob, because um, I've got a new car. Yes, so the weapon. I thought I need I need a new key key fob. Um, airsoft related, I did briefly try and cover this last week. I bought a little um, uh, key mod. Um, oh, what they called? I've completely forgotten the name of it. A QD sling uh, mount, basically. So I just got oh, on the okay. side of my rifle. Literally thought yeah. that was for like a pencil to go in or a pen or something. No, yeah, so it's um <laughs> it's key mod, so it'll connect onto the uh, onto the DMR, and then uh, yeah, that should be cool. Lovely. And I've also what I've also bought is um and I'm going to turn the lights off for this because uh, otherwise you won't be able to see. Oh. Uh, two six. I've also bought these um little oh, you still can't see it anyway. Um. Are uh, they the everlasting? Um... Yeah. Oh, you can't yeah. really make them out. And then, what did you oh, get them in violet or yellow or <laughs> black? Apparently, um... <laughs> yeah, non glow in the dark, tactical black. <laughs> uh, I got one in yellow, blue, and even in fresh meat. Uh, oh, very nice too. So little kit marker type things just to uh, help identify stuff. Obviously, it's getting darker, um, so that should hopefully mean that it I is. can see stuff in the dark. That's the plan. It is pitch dark. I mean, it was pitch black here about half seven for just over half mm. an hour ago it was like i looked out i was like cool it is changing seasons are a changing yep oh, yes. be winter winter is coming oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh right so you obviously had an event recently 
Uh, yes, you know what? I did, yes. Um, so we had an event uh, by uh, the Territory, the Siege at Zero, uh, Zulu Bravo Quebec. Uh, don't quote me on that. I might well be wrong. Uh, and I'm not wrong. No. So screw all you. Thought I was going to be wrong. Um, yeah, the Siege at Zero Bravo Quebec. And that was a, a, um, it was hosted at Gunman's site up at Eversley. And I believe... I'm going to have to reference this. I can't remember if it's the site Bravo or the site Alpha. There's two sites up there. Whatever one's got like the uh, the uh, like the full Viking town and stuff like that. Um, yep. So yeah, um, obviously booked onto the event through filmsim.co.uk, um, and it was, I must admit it was first time playing the CV role. Uh, rocked up to the event, uh, nice briefing, great bunch of lads. Um, sort of was hoping to get there on a the Friday, but unfortunately I couldn't get there on the Friday just to get set up and then sort of start the game Saturday morning first thing. So it started up early Saturday, um, hit the ground running. Um, a bit weird getting into a civvy role, I must admit, because normally when you're playing NATO, it's sort of like regimented, you know, you're doing this, that, that, blah, 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 blah. It's like, right, okay, cool. But being a civvy, you know, we were a bit more um, subdued, a bit more sort of chilled. We obviously, we had our role, and we had some things and taskings that we had to carry out. Um, me and Mr. Kettles took a sort of oh, took ourselves off. It was at Alpha. Alpha, right, sweet, yeah. yeah. They're great. So I must admit, first and foremost, the site's fantastic. I mean, the, some of the structures and the buildings there... I mean, it's wicked. It's really good, really well thought. I mean, the Viking town was second to none. It's got like proper Viking buildings with huge king beds, with with animal skins and shit. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, mate, it's proper. There's like some huts have actually got like a working, um, like a fire grate in the middle, with like a little slight oven and type thing, like cooking set up in there. It's actually you can clearly see it's been used. It's all charred and there's all ash and old logs and stuff and kindling all stacked there it was amazing i mean it was whether they use it for larping or reenactment and stuff like that, they must do as well because it was way over the top detail for an airsoft site do you know what i mean it's yeah, like, yeah. this is proper i mean even like it feels a bit sacrilegious to be running around with your little plastic gun. yeah yeah do you know what i mean but it was it was fantastic it was really cool a nice lovely bit of woodland you know huge scotch pine trees and that was all camped out in there um really great setting um good parking and that all amenities toilets blah 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 blah, blah all there so yeah that was cool um so overall look at the site and um, again this this uh gunman staff um i forget the gentleman's name here but again fantastic any questions you had queries blah 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 happy to help you out so that was all good all good fun um so yeah hit the ground running as a civvy um me and mr kettles were cutting about sort of getting the lie of the land seeing what we had to do um there were certain tasks we had to get for example get a get a photograph with the chief of police um, that was all, that was good fun. Um, getting an interview, uh, reporting back to a to a news team about bits and bobs or something you've been you've been mistreated or something by the old bill or whatever it could be. So you know, me and Mark managed to orchestrate different bits and bobs like that throughout the day of them um, causing a bar fight outside a bar in the town. Well, there's an actual bar. There's a bar with a piano in it and and a bar with kegs and dartboards. It was brilliant, amazing. So we did that. We were playing dominoes out the front, and one thing led to another. And you know, you know, it was when you got two guys playing dominoes with beers and AK-47s. You know, just you know, it's chaos. Yeah. So that's what led so on to us getting arrested. And uh, is this pub called the Old Bell End? It, I think. Do you know what? To be fair, there wasn't a sign at outside the pub, but we found that sign, and we we sort of thought, well, this pub <laughs> it has to be for here. So there was a wooden sign called the Old Bell End. So that was put back in its rightful place. <laughs> <laughs> with a couple of old bellends outside it playing dominoes. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm just going to bring up some of your photos. Um, oh, if you, yeah, yeah, no worries, mate. Yeah, that works. Okay. So there we go. So that is, um, so that's looking up to sort of the main street. We had like, a police um, sort of like a detention centre was round the left hand corner there, and that was like a, a guard post if you like directly to our front. 
and the bar sort of back to the right hand side of that image um, but it's a proper like a proper like western thoroughfare you know there's there's all houses off to the left hand side off a of picture there there's loads of houses and cabins and all got working wood burning stoves and that. I mean, it's, it's a proper great setup there we go there's the old bell end in the pub now there he is <laughs> but yeah fantastic yeah it was really good it was a really good event um i wouldn't say it was fast and furious all the way through it um it sort of picked up slowly um and then I wouldn't say tapered off. It went a little bit quiet, and then it picked up again, and then certain other things happened. Certain objectives got brought in, and because this happened, that then allowed that to happen from the other side, and that worked really well, and it worked rather fluently, really, to be fair. And there's a couple of times the organisers had to step in and sort of say, look, this is the intentions for that, so, you know, it'd be a good idea if you could, like, go down there, you know what I'm saying? And it was like, okay, wicked, brilliant. And that's that sort of thing. Well, I guess that's almost the up thought role, isn't it, a little bit? Like you're, yeah, you're exactly that, mate. Exactly that. More story, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I think and I think we did that. You know, we had good contacts when we did have contacts with um, with the AF. And obviously, you had the police there. You weren't quite sure who was on side, who wasn't on side. You know, out of nowhere, there was an embedded PMC team within us that we didn't even know about that sort of like flowered, blossomed out of somewhere. It was just like, wow, what the f- going on here? Who are you? What the? I don't like this. This is it. I don't like this at all. I, like this. I, I wanted like this. to be a civilian. I've been double crossed here, been proper stitched up. But yeah, that was and that so that was cool. Yeah, and it was it was like I said, it was re- it was really good. It, it, I wouldn't say it was massively highly impacted, like physically um, challenging sort of thing. But and it, but it was a good pace. It was a good pace. It was a good event. There was some good challenges there. Um, really good banter between the sides and that. Some some good larping and messing about. People playing, taking on their roles really well. Um, yeah, it was just it was just good fun. It was a good fun event. So yeah, for me, um, probably the, if I had to sort of pick up on anything, it might be um, from a civvy point of view. But I think that's because I'd have my NATO head on would be a bit more of a structure with regards to having because we we and and I spoke rightly so. You know, we're a we're a civilian team, so we sort of thought of ourselves as one big mass of people rather than being right six man section there, eight man section there, five man section there. I think. Regardless of the role you're playing, you need to have that bit of structuring within that side. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's Op4, whether it's NATO, whether you're playing a civvy pop or, or doing whatever it is you're doing, I think you must have sort of teams with within within the large team. You've got to have them few small teams with like mm-hmm. a like a section commander on each one, and then the top man. And I think that that would create a bit more flow to it. Uh, if that's the only thing I've got to pick up on, you know, that's not really much to complain about, really. I don't think from an event, you know, I had good fun there. You know, plenty of trigger time when it was needed. You know, there's a couple of few hours where you didn't need to fire your weapon at all. You know, it was not, and there was no, there was no drama with that at all, really. But um, for the whole, yeah. So yeah, thumbs up from me. Definitely be attending yeah. another one of them. So yeah, cool. yeah was it was it a full um, weekend event? Like, did it stop in the evening or? Uh, yes, it did. It it stopped it stopped quite late, um, and then it picked up again. I think we stopped about. I'm trying to think now when we did stop. I think it was about six ish something like that. I could be wrong. Um, there was going to be a night game, but that sort of thing I got postponed. I think some people's kit was playing up uh, from the AF side, or possibly they just pussied out of it. There was a fair few of us civvies that wanted to go out for some night fun, fun and games, um, but then we didn't really have anyone to go against, so uh, we just sort of returned to our bivvies, made sure all our kit was squared away for the following morning, and then um, sort of had a, a nice cold one round the fire, had a bit of a laugh for the day's events, uh, took the piss out of each other, and then went to bed. So that was um, yeah. that was all good. Um, and then obviously, yeah, kicked off again the next morning, and then it finished up about two, two, three o'clock Sunday afternoon. So yeah, it was good. It was good. Very much uh, without it being an Octo event, it uh, it was very much a structured Octo event. It was structured mm-hmm. the same sort of way, if you like. So yeah, the, the break in the middle, 
sort of unintentional break in the evening. There was supposed to be something going on, but it didn't happen, so which is unfortunate. But um, you know, next one maybe. But again, I'm not going to complain about it because uh, to be fair, I was fucked by the end of the first day because I've been out for a while. Um, and I must admit, wearing sandals with socks is a is a game changer. Yeah. I never I never knew I could move so quick. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> So, to clarify, was this an Octo event, or was this... It was No, it wasn't an Octo event. It was hosted by Gunman, and obviously Josh was there in, in, sort of in the background, but it was run by the... It was, it's the Territories, I think it's called. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. Gentleman called Andy. Sort of like the spare Absolute, off of... Yeah, sorry, that's my bad. Yeah, it's, it, it, but, uh, By Octo, I meant it had turned into a bit of a... What is that noise? That might be mine. I, my computer is... Um, are, you, is are, you literally bit bo- are you literally boiling a kettle? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Oh, tea's ready. Sloppy mother. Yeah, sorry about that. Literally before the podcast, I um the, the computer wouldn't turn on, and I um had to um delete 150 gigabytes of information from uh my, this is my wife's computer. Um, I had to delete 150 gigabytes from her downloads folder. Um, oh yeah. Because like, apparently she never <laughs> right. deleted anything. Never deleted anything. There's so, awful lot um, of films in here. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> There's nothing like that. But yeah, so on the whole, on the whole, um, it was really good, really good event, and like I said, I'm really looking forward to the next one. Um, so yeah, uh, hats off to to Andy and the team, and obviously uh, Josh for, for for sort of hosting the event at, um, at Gunman Eversley uh, Site Alpha, um, and I believe the next October event next month is at Bravo Site, which would be cool. So I'll be getting the best of both worlds there, visiting both sites. But yeah, um, apart from the little bit of structure for the Civi team uh, with regards to teams and taskings. No complaints for me at all. Really good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, I did lose my rag. I did lose my rag. I better mention that. Yeah, do apologise. I lost. Um, so basically, we was in the village, uh, causing a bit of trouble, uh, and we were told to back out the village, retreat back to our to our Viking town sort of thing. And I was laying rounds down. Didn't hear a guy saying "fall back, fall back" from who's on our side. Um, and I was about to tell one of the policemen who we were who we were helping at the time that you were getting contact from a guy down the alleyway, and I popped around and went bop bop, put a few rounds, and then I was turned to tell him, and I literally got laced up my side, and I was turned, I was like whoa, and I was like, what's going on here? He's like, that's what you get for not listening. I was like, mate, I, I heard what you said, but I I was returning fire, there's nothing I could do, so I literally lost my rag, and a few F's and Jeffs were exchanged, um, and then you know, twenty minutes later, hugs, kisses, cuddles, both had big beards, lovely jubbly, all good fun. So yeah, that was a uh, that was my little um, faux pas for the weekend. I was like, smack wrist for me. Should have done that, but there you go. You know, haven't been out for a while. I was all excited. I was like, oh, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? I'm on your side, you. Fuck. Well, that's what you get last for not following commands, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously not. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was I was I was busy. I didn't just completely ignore you. I didn't just go like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> It's a new uh, new team structure that Lance, or the new punishment structure that Lance is bringing into the, uh, the punishment yeah, team. Yeah, just get a full auto in the ribs. <laughs> you don't follow Listen my commands, you just get shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I said, other than that, fantastic, really good yeah. event. Uh, Ray has joined the chat. Uh, he said, hi Lance, by the way, it's Wayne here. Ah, evening sir. So, I'm assuming you know Wayne. From, it must be from the event, yeah. So, uh, apparently the site is where they do most of the Octo events, Octo 8 events. I must admit, uh, it's the one that I've seen the most photos from, from the October events, and it's when we did the one in uh, Tuddenham, I was a bit uh, like, oh, it's sorry, really thirsty. Like. <laughs> no, that's right. Hmm. <laughs> 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 um, Mark said his first time Lance was on the other side. So I think it is. Take that. Take that how you want. <laughs> yeah, you've not played. Um, 
Top four before. I'm not, no, no. Um, but we class. Would we, I mean, we've had this conversation before. Would we class I don't BMC think PMC is really up for. I, can't, I don't think it's an up for, is it? PMC to me is always like the NATO guys who want to mess around a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. Like, PMC of uh, uh, NATO guys that f like to fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably think, a really good way of yeah, describing that's it. Fair... That's a fair one, yeah. yeah. But there's yeah, there's an element of seriousness there as well. But there we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Harry Badger said the Romans conquered the world in sandals, so yeah, it's a fair point. But that's true, absolutely. Yep, yep. I don't the, think they wore the... socks though. I don't know, some sort of wrapping. But yeah, like I said, the Nike Jerusalem's were outstanding. I love them. Yeah, they, they will be making. Well, the wife hates them. There's a, there's a massive hatred there for, of the footwear from, from Mrs. Wassell. She was she was not impressed when I got back. Actually, and actually the children, my children hate them so much that they refused to get in my car with me uh, huh. to go to the garage. So that I had to leave them with their auntie for an hour while I went out to, to, get, to get some parts for the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I got told from a 10 and a 7-year-old, we're not going with you if you've got them on your feet. I'm like, fine, stay here with your auntie. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. Wait to, to teach them, isn't it? <laughs> they'll, they'll come round. They'll come round. They yeah, always do. Yeah. Like, when they're when they're forty and they're wearing them themselves. When they're wearing them, and go. Oh. I can just turn around and go. Ha! <laughs> yes, I was going to bring this up. Um, Wraith has just said there's a combat croc now. Um, so I don't oh, know if you're I, aware I, I of this was, um, interesting news. I got. I, I saw this. Is this the one that's actually key mod? Oh, because we had didn't we have key mod friendly, which was that big faux pas from the other week. Yeah. Was that Harry Badger? That was Harry Badger. We had the key mod friendly. <laughs> which actually, he, he put something else which was equally funny. I can't think what it was now. I don't even think I made a note of it, but it was brilliant. Let's That's what get you get the, for uh, auto, auto, the uh, auto text, doesn't it, come up? Yes. I'll have to dig <laughs> that out because it was, it was my highlight of that. Um, there we go. Tactical Crocs. Oh, I haven't seen these ones. Oh, these oh, are actually, to be fair, these are classes God. Beams X. Crocs classic all-terrain military clog. Oh yeah, yeah. Crocs are milk compatible. That's right. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're awful. Sorry, but they're worse than the originals. I wonder if you put a little pouch on the front of those as well. That'd be pretty cool. There's Molly there, so yeah, you, I reckon you can yeah. slip a nine mil on there. One good thing me and Mark found out with our um with our with our tactical sandals was that you could slip a a, a secondary, i.e., like a training knife or rubber knife down the side. And actually, just sort of toe flick at your enemy, and it will dis dispatch a knife from the end of the toes, <laughs> which we which we found fun. Which we've got a lot of weird looks. This harks oh, back to the, the PMC being the native people that just want to mess around. <laughs> yeah, trying to be putting putting a knife in each sandal and trying to do double ninja like <laughs> and falling on your ass. Yeah, yeah. So that was all good fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cool. Right. Well, on that note, let's move on to autumn kit. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Oh, I did have a glittery tactical uh, fanny pack as well. Um, I don't think I can reach it. That that was a, that got a lot of looks. Yeah, a lot of love, a lot of love. Those there was a lot of love for mine and Mark's um, uh, efforts that we went to. It, yeah. was, uh, it was good fun. It was good fun. Well, I've, good I've had a number of people start sending me pictures uh, where they're taking with Lance at events. Um, so if you'd like to do so, then please send them to our Facebook page or our uh, email. Email. Uh, I'm back. They are always yeah. very well received. Um, and uh, I'm thinking that next year, so the year of uh, 2022, we might do a uh, best photo with Lance competition, um, oh, of which I'll put up a personal prize. Um, and yeah. As well, which is which is dinner with Mike. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, here Rage. it is. Hi, Rage. 
look, wow. That is a look. Now that is a look. Is a, it, yeah. Look at that, and it's and it's two tone as well. So I can, depending on the environment I'm in, go go into ground. If I, I need think to that's hide about in nine tone, isn't it? Let's be honest. If I, if I need to hide in the in a in a woodland of silver, I just yeah. stroke the fanny pack, and it goes silver, and then you know. Yeah. Obviously, that's the, that's set up for currently set up for jungle, hence all the colours. But yeah, you know, I think you know in that background there, you clearly wouldn't yeah. see me. When you're fighting in urban environments and you need to hide in a nightclub, perfect. Yeah, that's it. You know, just keep, you, yeah. you just keep all your tricks. And then when we had a little bit of downtime, me and Mark just took our bum bags off, danced around them for a little bit, as you do in the club. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> Rage says, but think of the extra pouches you could have, Lance. Shoe pouches. Oh mate, I would. <laughs> I'd have a pouch on each crock with spare with with a, with a foot kit in there. I'd have a little mini foot powder and a socks. And a pouch on the front of the Crocs. That'd be good. Definitely. Have you got the shirt there as well, Mark's asking? Uh, I don't know if the shirt... No, I think the shirt's actually in the wash. Oh, no, it's here. Oh, Christ, has that been washed yet? Oh, I, made a, I might have made another boo-boo. Done a mic. <laughs> no, I think we're right. <laughs> so here's the shirt. So that's, this is like, obviously, the... I mean, look at that. I mean, it's... Works well with the green screen. Yeah. <laughs> You get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was more nice. for like sunset loadouts, you know, early evening on a hill, you know. There you go. It all works, <laughs> you know. It all works, it all works. But yeah, good fun. Great event. Like I said, great event. Yeah, nice. So, autumn kit. Let's obviously, let's get diving into autumn kit. So, let's start off with sleep systems. Um, mm. So, I mean, one, one question I'm just going to follow up on from your event. You said you were staying in bashers. Or you... uh, well, I say back, I, I, I use that as a uh, throwaway term of like your camp. You, you, we, uh, me and Mark, we used used our Dutch army tents, so the canvas yep. tents for the week. So ground sleeping, um, they are good. They are good. They're a solid bit of kit. They don't take. And I know you've got to put, you've sort of got to guy them out, but they're, they're not. It's not a massive footprint for putting the guy lines out and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And it's a nice, quite little self-contained little unit. Um, so yeah, we both use them sort of matching tents. Did you connect them together? Because I know you can, can't you? So these, um, just for those in the chat, and I was like a bit of a private chat the other day about... You need um, to say, did you connect the tents together? Sorry, yes. Because all you said was, did you connect them together? And then raised an eyebrow at me, and I'm just like... Well, to be fair, you're the one that, you're the one that read into that. Um, we were talking the other day about the, um, the Dutch Army tents basically have the functionality that you can zip them together, is it? You can, yeah. It's got an external zip that you can you could line and 30, 40 of them up if you wanted to. So just... theoretically, you could... And I'm only going to use this term to just... How <laughs> we don't... We we didn't dock. It's lies. Um, you could you could for all intents and purposes. I think all our intents um... and purposes. Um, oh, oh. Oh, hey. uh, oh yes. Human centipede the the tents out so that you could effectively create like this um, tent tunnel. Um, human centipede the shit out of it. <laughs> we so, docked. Um, but you you didn't connect them up because I'm interested to see how we that didn't, works no. at some point. Because I, I mean imagine... I did I have done it I had done because oh, I've got two so I did connect two of them up um, and set them up round my way. There's a field out the back so I took them out there and set them up to see what it was like. It seemed okay, um, a little bit of a faff I suppose, but it, it's um it's an option definitely an option. You know yeah. if you need to do it, you know it's good. It does give you obviously it turns a two man to a four man. You know so that's cool. So is that? Is that kind of like your first change for autumn kit? Like changing from a do you know what it, a tent or? it was actually, yeah, because obviously prior to that it was the old jungle bag. Um it's obviously nice and warm, 
the no real requirement there for any sort of thermal layers and stuff like that. So for me, it was um, the Dutch Army Thermarest uh, self-inflatable inflatable sleep mat. I believe you've got one of them as well. Um, so it was that. It, I also took my Mylar. Um, it's a very thin. It's it's not like the emergency blanket. It's um it's got a bit more gubbins to it than that. It's got it's got like a slight internal bit of foam, but it's got like a Mylar cover and it sort of, sort of basically reflects the heat off the ground. So I always put that down first. Uh, Thermal rest over the top, and then just my uh, base camp extreme bag without the bivy on. I took the bivy um, bag as well, but didn't didn't require it. And I even had that bag unzipped because it was still relatively warm. But just that just that temperature at night just dropped off a little bit. You know, it was a um, softy jacket in the morning whilst you was boiling up your brew, and then as soon as you started drinking that, you was already warm. So jacket off, you know. But uh, sleep system wise, yeah, that's the only thing I've changed is now, obviously going as it's changing, dropping out the hammock onto the ground. Or you, I suppose you could stay hammock, but you're going to be sort of going down the road of trying to, having to get a wrap around then, or mm. your you know your, your hammock blanket. Uh, oh, what's the what's the actual term for it, Mike? Is it a wrap around? Oh, under quilt, um, under quilt, under quilt. Yeah, you're under quilt for your hammock. You're going to start going down that road, which is fine. If that's what you want to do. Um, but I, I do like the hammock for the summer when it's a proper hot and you can just lay there. You get the breeze around you. That's that's cool. That's nice. That is. Um, so yeah, sort of transition down back on the deck with the animals where it should where I should be <laughs> for, for, a, for a sleep from a sleep system anyhow. Yeah, oh, fair enough. I mean, to be fair for myself, um, I haven't really gone to any events as of yet that I haven't been hammocking. Um, I quite like the hammock as a mm. comfort point of view. I've got the underquilt and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's not not too expensive. I think the only thing I will be doing is probably kind of upping the sleeping bag um so i've got the base camp extreme one um yep. so for doing that obviously you kind of trade off the fact that you need the extra storage in the bergen and stuff like that um and it's a little bit heavier and stuff but you know it for the most part probably i'll probably be sticking with that until mid-december maybe um is that with the undercourt as well for the hammock is it yeah so i've got the See, undercourt... how do you find um packing a, a like a relatively large size dos bag in your bergen and the undercourt i mean because i've never tried it i've never taken it out because i've always thought it's going to be christ you're not going to have any room for anything else in the in the pack then or can you get it get it down yeah i mean the underquilt the underquilt is basically about that big um so See, it's almost the same size as the snug pack um jungle blanket it's not oh really too oh, similar. Not too... and oh, right. one event i actually brought the wrong thing Thinking that I brought the underquilt and I brought the snug pack, um, under, under blanket, no, the jungle blanket instead. Um, oh, it's literally if it condenses down to literally the same yeah, size. Yeah, so it's pretty much, pretty much the same size. Um, and to be fair, I don't generally. T that's probably one of the few things I actually use like the the um, compression sack for, because hmm. I don't. It's not like primarily retaining a lot of heat. It's just providing insulation between the two. Um, yeah, I suppose you can afford to have the the under quilt for the hammock sort of crushed down a bit more as opposed. You're not reliant on the actual insulation of that quilt as much, are you? you that's more no. of a wind block sort of slash yeah, keeping yeah. some insulation in rather than trying to keep it around you where your sleeping bag seems to be. You need to take more care with that than obviously the insulation mm. in that. Yeah, so I mean, with shout, with the with the under quilt, I've got a thicker sleeping bag. Um, I've always got my jungle blanket or Wubby. I've always got one of the two with me. Um, mm. You know. That's that's usually fine to be honest with you. I, I don't really notice it that much. I mean, if it's starting to get really, really wet, um, then I do generally tend to look at more like a tent setup just for keeping stuff dry. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's where it comes into its own when it when it comes to like you've got a kit to look after and that and obviously you know perhaps a tent or an additional tarp or like you've got Mike, you've got the larger DD, haven't you? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, if you need a four by five meter tarp, then uh, <laughs> I, I highly so, recommend the DD version. It, so it is a little bit large, I'm not going to lie. Um, but having said that, when uh, the, I think the last event I used it, and we were at the private game at Dormansland, um, mm. and we we effectively had because it was it was raining quite a lot for what sort of the early morning, and it was quite yeah. nice because it allowed. I think there were four of us in there eventually just packing kit and sort of getting stuff sorted out. Um, but I mean, that you could that could quite comfortably sleep two on the floor and one in the hammock if you absolutely needed to. So if someone was, you know, getting a bit wet for some reason under their basher, that's that's effectively what it's there for. Yeah. Um, you know, just just jump in with me and you'll be fine. Join me in the party tent. Um, <laughs> you're wet in your basher, come in and get into my one, you'll get even wetter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, don't start that, because Les is already saying shit, Nofo's gone weird. (laughs) Yeah, I just ignored that, because he should have realised that months ago, let's be honest. (laughs) That's old news, Les, come on, man. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, shelter system-wise, moving on to that, so, I mean, I've got, I bought the Dutch Army tent recently, I've not had a chance, I don't think I've even unpacked it from the, the, the delivery materials yeah it's still properly all wrapped up with the name and address still on it i haven't Good i haven't had a chance to look through it at all oh you must have a, um, yeah get that, that so canvas need... smell that, yeah, that surplus that, that surplus uh <laughs> haze just fill the house beautiful <laughs> um but i generally tend to use i think it's the banshee um oh is this the um oh bugger who are they um uh, van gogh van gogh banshee van gogh uh, banshee that's it yeah the three i think it's the 300 is the one i've got um which is a little bit annoying because it's bright green. Um, why mm. why they can't make some of these tents a little bit duller in any way? Um, but that's that's quite nice. It's super lightweight. Me, is back. Sorry, I'm, I will be sorting out the, uh, <laughs> the internet. Um, it's super lightweight. Um, it it's designed to, for like uh, mountain trekking and stuff like that. So it's designed to be you know carried around. Um, and as and obviously as clearly be clearly visible as well at the same time. That's I'm the guessing. only problem with it is the fact it's very clearly visible. So, mm. you know, it's all right for a setup that obviously you're not necessarily having to hide your camp. Um, I have used Pre- it. I think we used it on the Falklands Milsim actually, and I think I ended up bringing a bit of um, uh, camo camo fabric. This actually, I took this with it. Um, oh, there you go. Then. Sort of drape that over the top. Yeah. Um, Either that or give so it some rattle was- can treatment. Yeah, a lot, a like, a lot covering of that could probably well, could only help. To, the problem is with spraying a tent with any sort of paint is the fact you don't know if you start affecting the fabric, do you? Well, this like, is it. Yeah, this is the, you'd have to do like a little test. Patch yeah, I wonder why the rain's it. coming through the bit that's really painted. But nobody, nobody can see us. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what, what, what do you want? Waterproof or, or would not be seen? You know, you can't have it all. Uh, Let's just ask. So I'm still running off my neighbour's Wi-Fi. I'm not. It's just really bad Wi-Fi, and I need to get it sorted out. Um, so I will get it sorted out. But um, New Year's resolution. Yeah, so I mean, yeah that's the plan. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of sleep and shelter. What about food? Do you change it up to food at all? Uh, do you know what though? Uh, loosely, I suppose you know rat, rat packs are rat packs at the end of the day. Um, what I do tend to make sure I do take uh, as we start going into the autumn winter months is I take my uh, Ammo hip flask, well, hip flask, <laughs> well, that as well. Ammo fl- uh, thermos cup. Um, you can get one that fits inside like a like a webbing ammo pouch. I always make sure I've got that on me, um, especially you know I try and remember it for the summer, but it's always in the like the winter autumn kit. Um, I've got the Stanley one, which is like a trigger action sort of debris. So you can make yourself a brew, and it's obviously scalding hot. You've even got like a milk proper milk to cool it down with. Make yourself a coffee, chuck it in there, 
put it in your in your in your webbing pouch or something like that in a day sack um and sort of forget about it and then it's you've got a hot drink at any time in the morning or night do you know mm -hmm. what i mean especially if you're on stag before you go on on stag rotation or whatever make yourself a nice hot brew and it's there you, you've got it through the night then um so that's one thing regardless sort of food orientated that i make sure i've got with me is the means to like make a hot brew and sort of keep it on me through the night do you know what i mean either either, yeah, yeah. either a small flask or you can get like a one two cup flask or like i said the ammo um if i can reach my i've got i've got one just up there but um it's like a normal sort of large coffee cup size ammo you search it up it's an ammo for ammo thermos cup ammo pouch thermos cup i think um highlander do them you can get them from combat uk and things like that they're sort of readily available I'll keep talking, I'm just looking out. <laughs> Congrats on 100 subs, now we just need that customer next feature. There we go, 1,000 subs. <laughs> yeah, Ed's fueling the fire for, for the for the YouTube subscriptions. No, Ed, that's it, we're done. That's it, that's what he said. Once you get 100, yeah, I'm that's not it. I'll mention it again, nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah. I was genuinely a little bit concerned that we were going to um, get to that point and then find out that everyone had left afterwards. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. There was there was a slight chance. Um, is this the sort of thing you're talking about? That's exactly it, mate. Yep, yep. So there you go, and that, that'll fit perfectly into like um, your standard webbing. Sort of, you get like a. That's what you can oh, get. Do you like that four. one? Oh, that's pretty that's nice. That's clever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, any of them, I'm guessing. Um, I think uh, I'm trying to think who mine's made by now. I think it's just a Highlander or something like that. But yeah, it does the job. Keeps the brew nice and hot. Having said that, the Stanley Trigger Action Cup, I do highly recommend because as well as they probably keep that hot you have to take the whole lid off to have a drink out of it. Whereas if, I don't know if you can get that picture up, Mike, it's a Stanley Trigger Action Thermos Cup or Thermal Cup. Um, this one I use every night for work. Um, I use it and you can literally sling this upside down into your backpack and it will not leak a drop. And it's just like a trigger action, squeeze the trigger, have a sip, let it go, and it's fully waterproof again. There you go. Sorry, there we go. There we go. That's the yeah. kitty there. Yeah, so that highly, highly recommend one of them. Uh, as a thermal cup for, for every day to day stuff lifetime guarantee or warranty on it any parts that break and that's it cool. yeah. that's what I use okay. um, 23.98 from Amazon right now there we go gentlemen I think they they come in different out sizes as well so just be mindful of them, the, the actual size of the cup you can get yeah um, yeah a great cool. bit of kit for, for autumn and winter especially for stag night ops stuff like that you know you can chuck it in a day sack or in a, in a little assault pack you know, it takes up minimal room, and you've got a nice hot bevy then for when for later on in the night, once that temperature mm. drops off. Um, but yeah, food wise, yeah, I mean, food wise sort of stays the same. Yeah, I'm, I might make sure I've got a couple of cheeky cup of soups in there. I'll tell you what I do carry in there is um, a couple of oxo cubes. Oh, I can't beat a beef oxo in a cup. It's like a cup of bovril we used to get football. But oxo cube, just hot water, crumble an oxo, beef oxo. Just sitting there having gravy for lunch. Give it a, essentially, it's like a runny <laughs> beef gravy. It's beautiful. Oh mate, yeah, proper yeah. warms you up. You know I mean, it's nice and quick. You know, it's an oxo cube, tiny little thing. You yeah. Know, peel all the corners back, rough it up in the tin foil, then just peel it and sprinkle it in. Beautiful. I was yes. going to say, I, I generally try to um, kind of make have meals on me that are kind of more hot, hot juice and like hot soups and like mm, hot yeah. juice just sounded weird. I don't know why I went. <laughs> um, but like hot liquids. That's what I was trying to say. Hot liquids. <laughs> Um, so it's kind of like it, it's less like your, your dry bars and you're having sort of cold water with them. It's more like try and try and have things that you kind of you warm up a lot mm. more. Um, which I know you know I could be a bit of a pain having to sit there and make sure everything's hot and kind of keep it going. But um, like the pouch meals as well. Like so, for example, the I, I might be the only one that does this, but I try and pick like 
meals and desserts that are kind of I know are wetter. Um, yeah, nice to say, Just so you're trying to get like more more bulk of water in you that's warm, um, rather yeah. than sort of having to kind of cool it's off. It's almost with, like having a meal with a hot drink at the same time, sort of thing. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, that, so that, packets, the uh, Thai style chicken soup. soup. Oh yeah, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. It is. It's, um, I actually I had one of them at the last weekend. That sort of warm the mm. old cockles a bit. Yeah, very nice, very nice indeed. But pot noodles are a good shout as well because literally you just boil up some water, chuck it in, job done. I know they're not very nutritious, but for do you the know most what? Part, I struggle. I struggle with pot noodles when I'm unless unless I'm at home with a kettle. If I do a pot noodle like out on a walk or at an event or something like that. It, it's never quite the same. It's always usually a bit like it's a bit shit. Oh. I'm not quite done. It. Do you know what I mean? I've not whether I've left it too long or the water's not been too hot. But you know what I mean, I just I, I find yeah. that I, I never do one like I never have a pot noodle when we're out sort of on a meal or anything because I just get it fucking wrong all the time. Yeah. End up like taking a big fork for it and going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, I'm so glad I had yeah, this. Yeah, I really this... enjoyed this meal. Mm. No, I, I, I have to admit, I've, I've never it's had like pot, bad pot luck shreddies. With <laughs> The, um, the one thing I do like is uh, whacking a little bit of the Tabasco sauce in them. That, that's quite good. Ooh, yeah. um, so that's quite But the only thing I would say with the pot noodle is it takes up quite a lot of space for how much food you're actually having. Because yeah, where it's, exactly that. Where it's mostly air in the pot, because it's obviously designed that you just fill it up with water. Um, you know, it would be nice if there was some sort of like condensed version that you could buy. Um, Unless you bought them and just sort of like just emptied them out of the pot. Well, you could do instant noodles, couldn't you? Something like that in the, uh, in the yeah. mess tin. That would work, but, but yeah, sort of more mm. hotter food, I guess. That would be my uh, takeaway from the uh, changeover from winter stuff or, or autumn stuff. Um, yeah, fresh meat's made a good point. Yeah, do you know what I prefer? Sort of the cooler months, autumn into winter. That's just, I, I do prefer those months for being even even wild camping. I've done wild camps in like off middle of January. Mm. You know, and that's been sort of a bit a bit brisk, but it's just been nice. You know, you can get a nice little fire going if you can. Not, not I'm not talking so much milsim based. I'm talking more just being out and about. Getting out, getting out yeah. a bit of what just about 24 hours out under the sort of under the canopy um but yeah no i totally get that mate yeah um i find I, it makes get, getting up in the morning harder it's like well, it's cold oh i'm in a nice warm sleeping bag why do i want to get out <laughs> do you, do, i don't know see i i'm see i find it i'd sooner be cold with the ability to get warmed up than be overheating and too hot and have to try and cool down i think it's i find it easier Oh yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah, you don't really want to get yeah. out, but you know, sort of waft a nice hot coffee under your nose. Be like, come on, let me get. Yeah, come on. You I'll know. never forget the um, the, was it the Gladius event where we were in the uh, SF base with Legion, um, and that that night we 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 were in like one of the buildings there, and there was no heating or anything like that. I think we had one of the downstairs radiators kind of on, or whatever. Oh, that is that when we were, right? Okay, is that because that's when we were billeted above the um above yeah. the uh, ops room, the QRF. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. That was that was a fun night's sleep because it was busy and loud anyway. And you wake up in the morning absolutely freezing. You're like, I don't want to get out well, of stuff. Like... Forty-five minutes sleep, wasn't it? It was just like, yeah, yeah. you've got to go out. I'm like, yeah. Oh, can't even open my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and that was again. That was cold. You know, I mean, time of the year. I mean, the rain, we had a fair bit of rain as well, wasn't there? For that one. Yeah. Last thing, like, it was cold. It was cold and wet. It's like. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's still fun. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoy oh, it. Oh yeah, no, it's it, fine. You know, Once you're up and about and moving, it's fine. But you just yeah, it's I all think, good. It's I all good. Cold, colder months do just make that little bit of early in the morning. Like I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about welfare items? Mm. 
What sort of change up do you have for welfare items? I mean, for me, it's the um, the little heat sachets. You know, the ones you shake. Um, Mate, honestly, we are we are we we are in sync because I was literally just about to pick these up. <laughs> They're the ones, yeah. Hand warmers, hands. foot warmers, awesome. The foot warmers are oddly nice. And you know they're 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 cool. Yeah, that's a little that's a little throw into the kit. I've also got actually is um is one of these. They go in the old pocket. So you actually light that. You get them in like a little oh, foil yeah, yeah. stick. So these are solid fuel hand warmer packets. Mm -hmm. And that's a really slow burn with an insulation. So you light both ends of that and it just embers away. It heats up in this little, it's almost like an old vintage glasses case. Little click shut in your pocket. And that goes for hours and hours. So they're, they're a great little bit of kit. Again, made by Highlander, funny enough. Uh, so you get you can get 12 hand warmer refills. And obviously then you get the hand warmer separate. So that's two bits to look up for if you want to give them a try. Um, but yeah, that, that's um, sort of additional heat methods, really. You know, I'll add to the kit. See? You can buy electronic versions as well. Um, so I know Amazon have, I'm just going to find these quickly because uh, my wife likes these, but you can buy these um, little electronic hand warmers. Oh, okay. Um, because the thing, to be fair, I've always worried about, because I used to have, I think it was the Zippo one, uh, which is that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, it, again, a little slow burning flame that basically sits in your pocket. And I just, I worry about having something that is effectively on fire in my pocket. To keep me warm. Yeah, but it's lovely and warm. No, no, I know it's lovely and warm, but it's still <laughs> fundamentally a fire. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah. I yeah, mean, you I, can I, get I, them I, heated. Um, oh, what do I want to go? You can go like a heated body warmer, can't you? It's a very thin. I want to say gilet or gillet. Yeah, yeah. However you want to pronounce it. Um, a gilet. A gilet. <laughs> with my schmeg. <laughs> You can literally have that powered up, and that, you know, obviously that's another option. But again, yeah, it's something that needs charging, and you know, it's fucking blah blah blah. You know, there's only so far you can really go with it. You know, as long as you've got a hot meal and a hot drink down, yeah, and you've got something, <laughs> you're wrapped up, you're all good. Sorry, just going back to sleeping bags. Andrew Taylor said, "Cold in your dust bag, stick a hand warmer between your thighs against the femoral artery, and you'll be toasty in minutes." So, one little tip with those hand warmers is don't leave them by your bollocks, um, because I genuinely burnt myself. Um, not substantially enough what, to need my medical attention, but I well, left one of those. Yeah, I, I kind of slept on it, um, and it was it was not fun on. in the morning. Um, let's be pretty. On, were you so. did you were you laying on your front? Were you like face down sleeping on it? So oh, that's the thing. No. So one of the reasons, one of the, one of the ways I sleep. Mm. <laughs> Mike, you're getting up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, I'll get lonely. Just um, like a whole empty box of hand warmers outside the tent, just ripped to <laughs> fucking shreds. Packets everywhere. Oh my god, what a night he's had. Yeah, nothing better than a whole load of dry packets of hand warmers. <laughs> um, yeah, so one of the things I do do, to be fair, when I'm in my DOS bag, is I do sleep on my front, and I pull like the hood of the DOS bag right over, and then, so I've got like air, air, air vents or whatever kind of in the side a little bit, but that way it kind of like traps... Everything a little bit more. In, yeah. Yeah, I've, I don't know. I always struggle so to sleep like, on my back. It was like, like you like to be restrained in your sleep. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's go down with that route. Yes, I love to be restrained whilst I'm asleep. Yeah, against the whole load of hot hand warmers. <laughs> and just come and then have self-adhesive hot pads stuck to my body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, honestly, if if um hot hands or whatever like that made pants, that'd be amazing. 
but they need to be a little bit cooler. That's my smart point. Or, or even a hot hands pants that's got like a like a, perhaps an insulated gusset yeah. with like a zip pocket that you could just put one or two in the in the and zip it up. And... They get hot. Those things are designed mm. to heat up. They do get warm. Yeah. Um, James says. But then they, they uh, are designed to go on your hands and your feet, not not essentially on your on your undercarriage or your or your you know your, your yeah, twig and tickle berries. I, I challenge you to find that and the yeah, uh, small bird yeah. on the back. Do of the not packet. stick. Do not stick to Smelly Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, James right, McNeary okay. says, "Yep, put, uh, this is obviously going back to the pot noodle. Yep, put a dry mixture in a sealable freezer bag, then measure the amount of water that goes up to the line of the pot, and write the amount on the bag, and then have a bottle with markings of measurements. Much less room to taken up. That is an amazing idea. That is a good shout, so, mate. I like that. I might uh, might steal that, James. Thank you very much." Good man. So, uh, Good and Les has chipped in and said it's getting even weirder now. So cool. no, it's not. No, nah. we've got we've got we've got we've got miles to go yet. <laughs> We're on your level of weird, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so going back to the the electric heaters and stuff, they're they're quite good because I, I do. Um, I think they're only like twenty, thirty quid, something like that, and uh, mm. they're, they're not bad to be fair. And obviously, you can just switch it off. You can recharge it with a power back, a power pack. Um, I think some of them. Uh, almost acts like a uh, portable charger as well, so you can charge your phone off them. Um, right, okay. Oh, so if you kind of want to double up on kit a little bit, that's that's not a bad shout. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I'm back. Yeah, okay. um, is there anything else? You sort of food wise, food wise, no. Not uh, welfare. We're talking welfare now. Oh, sorry, welfare. I just went back. I was just, you know, I was thinking food. Then I was like, mm, <laughs> food. Uh, welfare wise, yeah. I mean, obviously, went again. I mean, would you class that as kit? Obviously, making sure your um your foot care is uh is on point. Obviously, in summer months you can sort you can sort of afford just to have a lot of cut of spare pairs of socks. But you know, you're going into the winter months now. There's gonna be a lot more rain. Um, well, we're in the UK, so potentially not. <laughs> but you'd think there'd be a, it'd be a damper conditions. Marginally more rain. <laughs> yeah, damper conditions. I mean, I I, I, noticed, I did I must admit I did notice it the other day when I took the dog over the forest for a stroll. Just walking through the brackens and the ferns and that, how the low-lying fog and mist, how how damp it does get. Literally, my jeans, the tops of my jeans were absolutely drenched when I come out. When walking from walking, I was just like, you know, glad I weren't doing this for another hour. So you'd start getting rub and all sorts of chafe, mm. you know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, that was sort of something I sort of tweaked my thought, thinking, like, you know, the season's definitely changing now. But, um, yeah, just making sure, obviously, your, your foot care kit's on point. You know, you've got your, you've got your powder, you've got, a, you've got a little microfiber cloth or towel. Um, a spare pair of socks, your seal skins, blah blah blah. You know what I mean. So, and obviously you, your footwear in general. I don't know if we're going to cover footwear as a as a whole. We are, we are, we're getting there. Okay, all right, we'll leave that, <laughs> leave that there then. Shut up, shut up. I mean, I think the only the only thing I was going to mention, it kind of welfare sleep system type thing, is a balaclava as well. Um, yeah, definitely. It's like the three hole or the two hole balaclavas are quite good when it's just cold at night. You know, you're in dust bag. They, and, they are such an old bit, bit of, of kit. And they're so old, but they are so they work so well. Because I mean, I mean, I've got a face rug anyhow. But I mean, putting a balaclava on is literally like it's like when you get a hot towel out of the uh, tumble dryer from having a shower. Yeah. It's just like oh, and you can literally put it, and you're instantly warm, isn't it? If you could be freezing, mm. you pull a bally over your face, and it's that instant, instant hit of heat. Yeah. You know, where it's from I mean, your, I don't your think breath I've, as well. I don't think I've ever used one for actual mill sims so it's not like i've gone like a loadout with a balaclava on but mm. i always have one with me for every every time i go just if it gets cold at night whack that on i don't I, I don't know if you've ever had this but one one event um it shifted round um and i genuinely woke up just being smothered <laughs> <laughs> just beating the head out yourself what are you it's, 
I can just picture you now with a belly on, like sort of like half cock, like maybe you can see out of one eye bit. No, couldn't see on your face, like... on your face, with your hood of your bag over your head. <laughs> it wasn't a pleasant experience. I did have a little panic attack. Um, oh no! But other than that, it was fine. <laughs> Zip gets sheared off of the dog bag. Get off, off me! <laughs> oh, whoa! There's nobody else here. <laughs> just a weird weird dream um <laughs> <laughs> so uh are there any are there any tools extra tools that you consider bringing i mean this is this was an interesting one because i i didn't think there were and then i came up with a list of about three extra things that i take with me i'll be interested to see if you you hit my list at all mm. the only thing i'll probably be more conscious of taking through obviously you know, well, I, I don't do. know through uh oh andy yeah all the best mate um Perhaps into like the autumn winter months, so would be definitely having sort of like my lap lander on me, um, if it, if, for the need of like of campfires, anything like that, making sure some form for of cutting wood. Um, but other than that, not really. Tools didn't really come to my mind. Um, obviously, you'd, you'd take your standard tool kit for your for your riffs and stuff like that, but nothing that's sort of in your multi tool, but nothing that really sort of jumps out at me, mate. So you might have um, you may well one up me there. I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fine. Well, to be fair, so part of the tools, I'm including things like the little, um, the little glow lights and stuff like that. Because obviously oh, okay. the nights, yeah, yeah, yeah. the nights and stuff get darker, and you tend to be doing, like, I mean, with for 24 hour events or whatever, you, you, mm. you're probably not really kind of getting any kip until say maybe 11 o'clock on most mill sims. Uh, that yeah, that's kind it. Of the I mean, to be ones. fair, those glow sticks, they, they, they're on my bag. They stay on it. They, I never take them off. Yeah. They've been on there for. God knows how long now. You know, a couple on the top and then one towards the base and I've got one on my skid lid. Um mm. I think I wear one on the back of my plate carrier as well. But yeah, they just stay on there. I, I never take them off, so yeah, no fair play. Yeah. So I mean those and obviously just normal glow sticks as well. That that was one of the uh, the things I came up with. Um another one's just a general torch, just having an extra torch with you. Yeah. Um again definitely. where it gets darker earlier, you generally tend to be doing more at night. Um, that's it. I mean, yeah, and that, that's a really good point, mate. Because I usually went through, obviously, through summer events and that. You sort of like you get to the point during the day, and it's like if you're on a patrol, it's like well, you got to think about we've got either having your night kit on you. If you're sort of going out at like sort of maybe five or six in the height of summer, you've got another three hours yet before you've got to sort of start thinking about night kit. But if you're potentially out there for six, you've got you must have that night kit on you, whether it's whether it be at nods, whether it be yeah. at like um. I mean, I always wear like um when it when the evening starts coming in, I just chuck a, a head torch around my neck. And just have a, like a not a massive one, not massively expensive, but you know, it's waterproof enough and sort of like um, sort of understated. It just sits there around my neck. If I need it, I can pull it up, blah blah blah. And it's always there. Then I'm not feeling around your pockets, just around my neck. Tuck it inside your jacket. Tuck it down your, your front of your top, and it's out of the way, sort of semi semi out of the way. Um, but yeah, that's a wicked point to make. You know, obviously, once we get into the height of winter, you're, you're looking at it dark, getting dark at sort of like 4:30. In some places, mm. four o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. So you've got to be sort of like on point of knowing where your kit is, as well as um, as well as having access to your kit, especially your night kit, like you say, your torches, your glow sticks, your infrared, your nods and stuff like that. Just just having a, in, in the mindset of um, where those bits it's and bobs are. It's all about mindset. It is all about the mindset <laughs> um, of where those bits and bobs are. So I, and it's like that memory then. If it's always in the left hand rocket pouch of my Bergen, in this uh, in this grab bag or in this um, compression sack. And yeah. I know. Um, I can't think what guy I was watching now. What he does, he uses um, zip ties, and he puts um for depending on what kit bag he's got. He's got like a it goes from like one to seven or something. So in in the pitch dark, he sort of memorised it. Fair play to him, you know. So I probably wouldn't be able to do that. I don't think I've got the brain span for that. 
but he'll have like say he'll he'll grab the zip of his little uh, ziplock bag or his um or his uh, canoe bag sort of type of thing. The small ones you can get the compression sack bags from millets and bits and bobs, and he will actually count the zip tie and go right. That's got three three zip ties cut off around that zip. I know that's my first aid kit. Uh, oh, that's this has got five. Yeah. I know that's got my nods in it, and he he, he does it because it's like a because he's a, obviously a serving soldier. It's the it's the whole mm. light noise, light discipline at night time. You know, no no white light and things like that. So he can sit there and take stuff out of his bag and go right. It's got four zip ties. Oh, okay, that's my nods. Uh, blah blah blah. You know, that's comms, and 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 that's, and that's how it works for him without having to put mm. any lights on. He can feel around for what kit he's got, and he knows what's in that bag. So that's another little method there to think about. Yeah, I mean, I guess that comes down to again, like if you're going to pack stuff, try and pack it the same way you do all the time. Because mm. um, I know that's the problem I always have is that almost every event I'm reinventing the wheel in terms of how I put stuff in the bag and where where stuff goes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's getting into them sort of micro kits of stuff. Well, you? Sorry, say again, mate. So you've got the little fancy skull beads as well, don't you? On them, your where you um, pull off the plate carrier, your like your QD system for your plate carrier. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you, anything. So you could that's do it like little nice beads or something. Oh, I could do. I could. I could have a nice little string of beads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anything like that you, that, you, that help you differentiate between two smaller packs. You know what I mean? Because everyone. I mean, for me, for example, I mean, I'm not really too keen on pouches and stuff. You know, you know me. I'm just yeah, <laughs> me and pouches. Um, but it's sort of micromanaging your own kit. So you've got the Bergen as, as a whole. Um, within that, you're gonna have little smaller kits. You're gonna have your eye fat. You're gonna have your tool kit. Blah 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 blah. And then it's. Uh, it's all very much event dependent is if you're fighting out your bergen or you know the events you know it's, it's quite a fairly fairly hard routine where you can only take sort of minimal kit i mean a majority of the events i've been to recently we've been quite lucky and luxurious in the fact that oh, you can take your big storage crate and you can take this and your car's only there and you can go back to it and it's you get a little bit lazy with your packing because you can afford to you know there's no need for you to do that but i mean um it's always good to get into the into the habit of packing especially your bergen um, as a baseline or, or like for, for Paul he uses his Warrior backpack his XL300 or whatever it is um, with his rocket pouch and stuff uh, getting into the habit of packing that kit that when you go to an event that requires you to tab him with a Bergen or or, or, or to, to go to get to your fob you, you, it's not with vehicle access there so you've got to be sort of smart with your kit um, packing it in the same place putting that in there putting that in there putting that in there and obviously summer months you won't need the bigger you won't, you're not going to need your massive thermal jacket or you're not going to need that so but you're still packing essentially the main things. There's one or two things that will get swapped out, but essentially that the main crux of your bag will be very, very similar. Mm. You know, and that's what. The, and like you say, that's a good thing to get into is remembering where you. I put don't stuff. generally tend to wear like like sort of big, thick thermal jackets and stuff like that. I just tend to layer up, so it tends to be just. I'm the like, same, yeah. Cold and because I get, I'm a bigger lad. I get hot. You know, it, it happens. Um, so it's always like you know, I'm just trying like right. I get another t-shirt. I've got so it's it's almost like. It becomes. I don't think necessarily it's more stuff. Uh, it's more in terms of quantity, but like actual volume that it takes up in the burger. I don't think it probably does take up much more. Um, um, I wouldn't say. I definitely think layers are the way to go. I mean, as old, there's the phrase I've heard a couple of times. You know, cold and bold. So mm. going in cold and having, but having that layer there, that ability to add a layer on. Do you know what I mean? Rather than taking layers off because you're getting too hot, have the have the ability to put a layer on rather than mm. you know, see the other way around. Is you know. That's what I've heard, cold and bold. And, and I tend to do that like you. It was at the same one, get hot really quick. I mean, I could sort of think about hoovering and think, ooh, it's warm. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Crack a window open. She's like, it's freezing. Yeah. Why are you have some hoovering? I need the windows like open. Like the dad from All uh, of Friday them. Night Dinner, bless him. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, mate, yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, just walking yeah. around, just jeans on, you burks. Oh, it's roasting. <laughs> it's roasting here, you <laughs> shitting idiots. <laughs> so, um, Fresh Meat actually beat me to it, but the uh, the other thing I was going to mention, um, so he said, what about rift protection, i.e. batteries in my 249, my batteries are up front and open to the weather, so I wrap them in a zip bag with the wire poking out. So um, I, I have something called a dry kit, um, which comprises of uh, a few, as a little, you know, like the washcloths so you can buy. There's like towel sets. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a few little washcloths um, and basically some Ziploc bags. Um, and they pretty much, so I, I try to insulate sometimes the battery packs. So I've got like a pouch with most of my batteries in uh, that sort of sits in my Bergen. So just try and give that a little bit of insulation. Just, just when it's overnight and the temperature's really dropping, um, you know, you don't want to get up in the morning and find that, you know, it's affected the battery and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and then yeah, similarly, definitely. just, um, you know, you've got your little washcloth so you can use them to dry stuff off. You know, it's just it's just having something that's like super absorbent because um, mm. I find that um, some of these, um, you know, like the thin super dry, what they call microfiber stuff sometimes doesn't really dry very well. Um, yeah, I found that it, sort of, it almost spreads. Yeah. As opposed to like actually absorbing any moisture in that, but um, I mean, yeah, like Wayne said there. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's electrics and water doesn't really mix very well. So, and, and you've got to do your best you can. I mean, some, yeah, granted, some battery compartments that on in rifts aren't the most watertight in the world, and some of them you can literally see the battery there, clear and plain as day. You can even see like the Tammy or Edeen's connector through the through the through the through the venting holes that are in the on top of the handguard or something like that, which is sort of like, mm. this is it's a bit shit because you can clearly get water in there and drip stuff onto it so yeah what you've said there wayne ziploc bag um as a method of securing it yeah that's perfect in my opinion you know i'm quite lucky my, my 249 because it's a, a solid stock you know batteries all up in there all up in here um and it's nice and dry you know what i mean so i haven't really got any had any worries about that uh with regards to keeping stuff watertight or you know shower proof if you like but it's the same with the, the the internals and stuff on them as well. I mean, you know, dust covers and stuff sometimes ping off when you're adjusting them. So it's just, you know, just gives you a chance. If you can try and keep it dry and keep your sort of your, um, your wrists all mm. fairly well maintained or whatever, just as and much that's as it, you yeah. can. And if it, if it does get wet, you know, get it dried as soon as you possibly mm. can. You know, if you get that bit of downtime back at the fob, you know, lay it out in your dust bag. Um, you know, take up take the upper receiver out. I mean, even the, them cans of air, you can get them in the pound shop. 99p for a can of air. Um, and just get just blast any of that moisture out of there if you can, and that's only going to help. And they're going to help mm. you out. And it's going to obviously the longevity of your riff as well. So um, yeah, you know that's it. Yeah. That's so that was my three tools. <laughs> nice. I, I I know there were like little groups basically, but yeah. Um, Paul Paulus Paulus Wales Paulus Paulus Wales um, says always found in colder months. If you start off warm, then you eventually end up warm too as you start generating more body heat. Yeah. I mean that's that cold and bowl thing again, isn't it? I think so, mate. Yeah, I think that's what he's getting at there. Yeah, fair play, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul uh, Swales. Oh, sorry, mate. Paul, Paul the... Us Wales. Or... Um, not sure if you've mentioned it yet, but making sure all clothing, sleeping kit, and waterproof bags in the day sack. Rebel sacks are great for this as their cheapest chips. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, if, yeah. you, if you get cold kit or, or, or wet kit or whatever and you're cold and you just want to get changed, there's nothing worse than finding it rain seeped into the bag and that's it. You're going to be cold and you wet got, for a while. Yeah, I mean, you could get away with it in the summer months, chaps. And obviously, the boys who do it for real, they 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 dry sack their kits anyhow because if they've got river crossings, the Bergen just goes straight across and acts as a buoyancy aid. Where, you know, it'd be rare that we've got to worry about that sort of thing. However, when it comes to the wet months, the cold months, frosty falling grounds, over. you know, genuinely being an ass and falling over, um, 
yeah, keeping your kit dry inside the bag. It, obviously, that's that's essential as well. And having them dry sacks, you know, what I mean, packing a packing a fresh set of undies, a fresh fresh set of socks, a top, um, into a compression sack. You know, scrunching it up into the dos bag, in, into your into your bergen, and obviously then bergen liners as well. You know, they're they're a, they're an absolute lifesaver. They really are. There's that you got your main you got your main outer bag as the, the, your first line of defence sort of thing. You can fab seal gold the shit out of that all day long. Yeah, you know, obviously it's, that is going to help massively compared to a bag that's not been fab sealed or anything like that. However, it's still got an open flap lid to it. You know, water can still get up underneath there. It can still get inside cracks and crevices and things like that. So having that canoe liner, that, that compression bag, you know, or Bergen liner inside that. And then obviously if you, you can go all out then and have your, your, your smaller kits inside smaller packs in there, you're absolutely laughing. You can uh, you could you could you could jet wash that Bergen, and you know full well that your kit within that is going to be nice and dry. You know, like Mike's just said, you know, there's nothing worse than having cold kit on, cold socks, soaking wet feet. You know, just want to get dry, and then going back to your kit bag, and the bit of the bit kit bag that's been left out from underneath the corner of your basher just happens to be the corner of your bag, which has got all your dry socks, pants, top in, and the rain seep through. It's run down your basher onto your Bergen. And just soaked into it, and you just think this is me now for a day. My feet are going to be wrecked. So yeah, you know, but look, Paul us Wales has just said, you know, having them smaller compression sacks for your kit is absolutely bomb on. Yeah, perfect. Good shout, mate. The only reason I can't say Paul as Wales, so I do a lot of drainage design, and we use a lot of swales. So me, that's literally the first thing I can read is swales. <laughs> Paul us Wales. I don't know. Yeah. We'll just so, call him Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Um, so let's let's quickly obviously discuss proper loadouts as well, like that, because I mean. I don't know about you. I th my loadout doesn't really change too much. Um, I tend to make sure I've got a uh, <clears throat> a poncho in one of the pouches, um, just as a quick throw over, um, something yep. like that. Um, but for the most part, it's it's not really too diff too different. Um, maybe I change up the boon uh, the boonies. So I've got some boonies that are kind of waxed almost. Um, so That's a good show. Are they the UF Pro ones that you've got? No, so the UF Pro ones have got like an open mesh top on them. Um, I think right, these are okay. actually Miltech, possibly. I'll just quickly Google it. Well, and they're um, waxed. They actually come waxed today, or did you do it well, yourself? They're not so much waxed, but they they covered them in something that's made them slightly more water resistant. Um, mm. In that, I have noticed when I've worn them and it's raining, they do just last that little bit longer without getting um, sort of. Does it does it still soaked. breathe though, or do you find you get a sweat? You no. get more of a sweaty head. I do get I do get I get sweaty anyway, so I don't think I've got a fair comparison there, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's not like I've got clouds forming under the hat, basically. But no, um, no, no. I mean, because it's a boonie, there's not really a lot there anyway. I mean, the boonie sits sort of relatively high on the head. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I've I've found it is good. You know, if it's raining, you can just sort of dive under it quick. I will just find the link. Find um, mm. one quick. But I don't know about you, Lance. Did you? I mean, for, do you know what? For loadout for me, I do. To be honest with you, mate, and I change, and I tend not to use my plate carrier as much in the winter. I tend, to, I hope, I tend to rely on my on my uh, on my webbing set more, and that's more because I like to wear a smock. Uh, maybe have like sort of one, maybe a combat shirt as my base layer, and be able to chuck my smock on, or 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 another lightweight jacket with a set of webbing on. And then I just prefer it that way. That's I prefer, you know, with um. Whereas running my plate carrier, I find it more. I don't know. I find I get too hot with a plate carrier on, and then having the need to wear a jacket in the winter months. Do you know what I mean? Because you know, some people, some people can it works for them. But it, for me personally, I prefer use running a belt kit and like having the luxury of wearing like a nicer jacket 
or um, or a couple of layers underneath there. Because I find if I have a plate carrier on as well as like you say, I'm a big guy. Um, if I had my plate carrier on over the top of a schmock, over the top of this, over the top of that, I'd just be like too up. Just and it wouldn't be. It would take. It, I wouldn't be enjoying it because I'd be all flapping and oh god, this is horrible. You know what I mean? Whereas you know, belt kit. You know, as soon as you get back, you can just it's like click oh, off. That's it. Great, yeah. brilliant. You know. If you're on stag back at the fob, you've got a couple of mags in your pocket. You've got your main on your happy days. You know, you've got your you've got your thermos in your in your front pocket. Happy days, just cutting about, just with a jacket on. No need to be walking around with all the massive plate carry on anything like that. You know, and you're still mm. nice and warm, and you're still sort of like um, able to perform if you like <laughs> with your essentials on you. <laughs> That's always the problem. That's the problem with waterproof gear. You know, you, you're running around in it. You are getting hot underneath it. You almost almost end up as wet underneath it as you are on top of it so it's, it's, it's weighing up that balance of how much rain's going to get on you compared to how much sweat you're producing inside yeah <laughs> and there's going to be a point where they're just going to meet <laughs> <laughs> um i found this hat by the way this is the uh tsar uh us gi trilaminate booty hat um so it comes in olive um black ah, so i'm guessing wooden. the trilaminate is the coating that's been put on it yeah so it says waterproof and highly breathable durable three-layer laminate construction um so but yeah I've, I've had one of these and to be honest i bought it not realizing that it had this waterproof is that capability. a flecton that is a flecton one yeah well i think it's loosely flecton um, yeah, nice but yeah black woodland uh od and flecton hmm. what does that say yeah flecton um yeah so i bought <coughs> that you know it wasn't it was just like i, I just That's wanted a reasonable an OD. price as well wasn't it 12.95 yeah i just wanted an od boonie i bought that one it worked out that it was keeping my head a lot drier than my other boonies so that's my yeah, nice. that's my go-to wet weather boonie um so yeah, yeah i'd recommend those um i'll put a link to that in the um in the chat for people so they can find it but yeah um, nice. that's that's pretty much the only thing i really change up to be honest with you um mm. Well, one other thing I change up with my loadout as well is my boots. So in the sort of spring summertime, I run me um, Aku Pilgrim, me um, MOD GTXs, uh, and then sort of come summer, um, summer, come autumn winter, I change them out to me Altberg Defenders. Purely, um, they're they're just as comfortable. They're slightly heavier boot, I find, but um, they are just as comfortable. Um, but they've got a slightly higher top to them, um, and I find them a little bit more supportive for the in the winter. You're cutting through you know undergrowth things like that you know it's more slippery yeah. you know more prone i'm guessing more prone to ankle breaks i'm going to say but it's got they just i just find them more supportive for the winter months um they've got a bit more of a chunkier tread on them again for more stability things like that um and i find them if i'm honest i find them easier to wash because they're a, they're a solid out of leather boot whereas the um the the uh aku pilgrims are more of a kevlari sort of uh um material outer if you like so, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'll give them a good covering in, in clear dubbing. You know, me, Miyaku Pilgrims, they get a good smothering in dubbing. I'll just let it dry and see, soak in, uh, much like the Defenders as well. But just find them easier to get back home, jet wash them off, get all the mud out from in the soles and all around it, dry them out thoroughly, give them another coat of dubbing, and then they're good to go again, you know. So that's the only thing I would change. That's my footwear um, uh, for the for the spring-summer. And obviously my Defenders, I use them through the uh, autumn-winter months, which is all good. Cool. Yes, I mean that's pretty much it. Um, I don't know if anyone else has got anything in the chat uh, that they want to kind of throw in as uh, stuff that they use. Um, while we're waiting for any questions or anything that comes in, uh, next week we're going to be doing weapon accessories um, and sort of bits and pieces that you attach to your rifles. Um, mm -hmm. Something a bit different. Uh, week after that, we're going to be doing a general Q and A uh, because it's actually our year birthday. 
Um, so it's going to be our special birthday episode, and there might be one or two giveaways. So if anyone's interested in joining us for that one, uh, try and get on it live, and you might win yourself some stuff. Um, but yeah, can, can we do that one much. on the Friday so I can have a beer? Because it's my birthday. Uh, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have we to check it on Friday. What date is that? Because I'm going to check that. Well, to be fair, our, our birthday is, I think, the 1st of October. So that would actually be our birthday, the Friday. Oh, so. oh I wonder if we could do that and mix it up a little bit. Go a bit yeah. crazy. Yeah, we'll do that. So, okay, so the way we um, next week will be Wednesday at 8 p.m. The week after that will be Friday at 8 p.m. Um, and we'll be doing our, our year, bring, bring beers. year old episode. Yay! Yay! Uh, private weekend. So we have now organised that. Uh, and invites will be sent out uh, probably in the next week. Yes, next week. Let's hold your horses, sunshine. Uh, any cake game? There might there might be some cake. You don't know. It will be cake. Yeah. Um, Whether you get any of it, Harry, is a different story. I might going, I might even bring a party <laughs> popper. Oh, <laughs> go you! Look at you! Look at you, you yeah. devil! <laughs> <laughs> so, in the meantime, uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, join us next week where we'll be discussing weapon attachments and bits and pieces that you attach to your rifles, that's scopes, optics, lasers. All that kind Lasers. of juicy, juicy, lovely stuff. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, email us at nofochat@hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo. Facebook is at November Foxtrot Nofo. And YouTube is now www.youtube.com forward slash C forward slash November Foxtrot. There we go. Hey, lad. <laughs> cool. I wasn't taking the piss then. No, it's fine. I mean, it's not like I can, I can genuinely just bring it off the screen <laughs> I couldn't do it. I still don't know them now. I'm terrible. No. Really am. <laughs> Must try harder. New Year's resolution. I mean, they're literally on the screen. You've just got to. I know. I know. I just. I just. I, I am there. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. For the uh, the year the year birthday Lance is going to read out the uh, the social mm-mm, stuff mm-mm, at the end. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. It's all down to him. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah. Cool. Thanks everyone for joining us. And uh. I guess see you later, gents. See you next week. See you, see you next later. week.